Hello, everybody, and welcome to Reason is Reality. I'm Jay. I'm Steve. And uh, we have some interesting subject matter for you today. There is this, uh, this big resurgence of people who believe that the Earth is flat. These flat Earth people, and it's a, their flat Earth theory, you know, they like to say, oh, well, science is just all theory. The Bible is truth. Well, no. The Bible is not truth because anyone who understands basic science and physics, which they teach you in school at a pretty early age, um, you will notice, if you've ever looked through a telescope or anything, that the moon and other objects out in space are spherical. And they're not a perfect sphere due to the fact that they, that they rotate or spin. It makes them kind of like a basketball with something sitting on it or squishing it down. So it's not a perfect sphere because as it spins, the gravity, um, the mass of our planet as it's spinning causes it to uh, centrifugally come outward. So it's sort of like a smashed basketball. We know this. We can see this through telescopes with other celestial bodies. We, uh, we can see this by looking at our own moon. So, for some reason, because in the Bible, it says that the earth is a plane type thing. Like a flat plane. And I don't mean like an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> it is a flat plane that does have hills and mountains on it. But... They believe it is not spherical. So we're kind of like a frisbee disc, just spinning. Now, the Bible also says that above the earth, separating it from space, is something called the firmament. The firmament is apparently solid, and it is described kind of like a layer of something solid, like um, maybe really thick glass. It doesn't quite say that, but that's kind of the idea it gives you. And that in this flat layer, separating us from space and the outer, outer realms or the heavens, um, this firmament has openings in it that God can open to allow waters to pour upon the earth or rain. Well... This is bewildering because we have actually watched water evaporate. And as it evaporates and gets up into the cooler levels of our atmosphere, it condenses. And when enough of the molecules of, of uh, hydrogen and oxygen, uh, when, they, when they solidify and cool down from, from being vaporized, the water condenses again, and once enough of the molecules of water condense, it becomes heavy enough to drop back onto the earth. Uh, rain, as we know it. So, being that we've actually seen this happening, or that you can take water and put it in a pan, in the sunlight, with a thin layer of plastic over it, you can watch it evaporate, hit the plastic, and enough of the vapors hit the plastic that it condenses, and then it starts to 
run, drip, or rain down from the plastic. Um, this is the way it scientifically works. However, they believe that God opens these hatches in the firmament to let it rain. First off, how does the water get on the outside of this firmament? And uh, secondly, what is there? Waterfalls from heaven that get all over the firmament, like fills up like a big swimming pool, and then he just pulls the plug and lets it rain down onto earth? That's ridiculous. Not only that, but it says in the Bible that the firmament and everything beneath it that is contained within the, the area of earth, it says that all of the, the moon, the sun, and all of the stars were placed inside the firmament. So that means, according to them, our sun is in our atmosphere. This is ridiculous. The sun is hydrogen coming together and fusing atomically to become helium. And the helium is heavier than hydrogen, so it goes to the center of the sun and becomes very compact molecules. So this causes radiation. When two hydrogen atoms fuse together, um, this is called fusion, it causes radiation. If the sun were inside of our atmosphere, on our side of this firmament, um, we would all be dying of radiation poisoning. Our atmosphere filters out some of the sun's radiation. So we know that it is outside of this firmament they talk about, or generally outside of our atmosphere. You cannot have a star, a burning star inside of our atmosphere. We would all die. Um, it also states that the moon is inside of the firmament as well, or in our atmosphere. This also cannot be so, because if the moon were that close to Earth, it would come crashing down onto Earth. And it would be so large that if the moon were over top of you and it was inside of our atmosphere, it would look enormous. It would block the sun from you. Um, this is all... It's crazy that people could actually believe that all these things were inside the firmament, including the stars. Now, stars are like our sun. Our sun is a star. If there is a, a star inside our atmosphere, it would be the end of us. However, the Bible says that these stars that you can see at night are actually watchers for God, watching over us. This is also ridiculous. Um, another thing, this firmament keeps us from going into space. You can see satellites at night. Satellites, they are lit up. You can see them travel across the sky. Stars don't travel. They're not stars. Um, stars also don't have artificial light or light that blinks in uh, rhythmic frequencies. 
Um, you know, stars don't do that. Stars to us appear to twinkle because of their light passing through our atmosphere. I'm, uh, I've never been to space, obviously, but I'm pretty sure that if you were outside our atmosphere looking at the stars, they don't twinkle like that. Um, it's, uh, I mean, these are just no-brainers, these things. But it seems to me that this flat earth theory is a bunch of people trying so hard to prove that the Bible is the truth that they make up ways and reasons for them to say they've proved that this is true. Well, they try to say all kind of things about the photos from outer space are photoshopped or that, uh, that all the photos are done with a fisheye lens. None of that makes any sense either. And I'll get into why there are several reasons why none of those things make any sense. And the people that do this are trying to explain why things are the way they are and the way we see them out there without using science or any other way to explain what is going on out there and why we see what we see in the heavenly bodies and all this and where they're really at. So uh, they come up with a convenient fairy tale story to help people who do not have the intelligence or brain to understand simple things about physics, mathematics, and stuff like that that will literally tell you or help you to understand what is going on out there with celestial bodies, different planets, um, stars, and uh, everything around us, including the moon and our own atmosphere. So... Uh, Let's just say, we'll take a look at the, the uh, biblical descriptions of what is out there. And uh, the biblical descriptions, according to physics, according to not scientific theory, but the laws of gravity and physics and science, that definitely show the way these things really work. Um... It's, uh, it's ridiculous to me to believe the Earth is flat. If any of you have ever flown on a plane, you may have noticed that the higher you go to uh, reach maximum comfortable cruising al altitude, you can look out the window of a plane and see the curvature of the Earth. Now, you've got to understand that we are so small compared to the earth that it would be like an ant crawling up a large slow graded hill to that ant there is no curve they don't see it we as humans which are way bigger we can see the curvature of that little hill but we are not large enough to see the curvature of the earth itself not unless you are way up in an airplane. And as I was saying, when you're on an airplane and you reach that maximum height, that cruising altitude, you can look out a plane window and see the curvature of the earth. Now, 
some of the flat earthers will say, oh, well, they use a fisheye lens, and there's a fisheye lens inside every window on that airplane. That's ridiculous. To, yeah, right. So to trick you into thinking that the earth is round or curved, um, they say, oh, well, they, they just use a fisheye lens. Well, first off, if they put a fisheye lens in between the multiple layers of glass on an airplane window, a fisheye lens is made of glass itself then. It doesn't change. So when you're sitting on the tarmac at an airport waiting to go out on the runway and take off, how come everything out your plane window looks flat? If it had a, uh, a fisheye lens in it, it would look like it would go up like this and then over like this. Yeah. So it would look like the ground was coming up like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that, that that everything else, the sky or any mountain range lines, it's would just like look an like, instant curve. <laughs> but yeah. So, so however, when you're landing or when you're on the runway or when you're at the tarmac waiting to get out on the runway and take off. How come you can look out your plane window and everything is flat? Does the solid glass fisheye lens magically change and quit working? No, this doesn't work that way. Go buy a fisheye lens and look through it. And everything you see when you're standing on the ground will look curved because of a fisheye lens. So how come it doesn't look curved when you're on the ground in the airplane and then when you go up higher and can see more curvature... What is it? A magic fisheye lens? Does it yeah, magically, magically starts working? <laughs> no, that doesn't work that way. You have to be a complete and total buffoon, a freaking idiot, to think that solid glass fisheye lens changes as you go higher. This is ridiculous. Put it this way: you you fly from from LaGuardia Airport in New York. You're going over the Atlantic Ocean. Which, by the way, flying over an ocean, the turbulence is crazy. It's kind of scary. I mean, you'll feel the plane just go bam and start to shake. Um, but you can look out. The higher you get, the more the curvature tends to bend. Um, the closer you get to the ground, the more you see less of the curvature and it flattens out. Well, this is no fisheye lens. And uh, when you start to come down from the higher cruising altitudes, you will slowly see the curvature of the Earth as you get closer to Earth disappear, become flat again. And uh, it's ridiculous to think that also that uh, somebody, some uh, whatever it is, upper echelon of people or Illuminati or whoever's behind there, what the Christians think are conspiracy theories, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, they think people are spending hundreds of billions of dollars to put fisheye lenses in every freaking airplane on earth. And what about the uh, people who own their own airplanes like Cessnas and Piper Cubs? Yeah. You know, do you think that they had a fisheye lens installed in their windows? Um, hello, <laughs> you know, they have thin little windows compared to a jet, a big jetliner. 
And uh, yet they go up there and they see the curvature of the earth. Mm -hmm. What, did somebody sell them a Cessna or a Piper Cub and, and, and hurry up and quick, hurry up and install the, the freaking fish island so we can trick them too? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, we have nothing. No. We have nothing better to do than to waste billions of dollars. Oh, yeah, on fish just to islands. trick, just to trick a bunch of Christians into thinking that you know the Earth is curved. No, it doesn't work that way at all. It, it's that's such a bunch of ho horse pucky. <laughs> I've never. I oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, other things with that. Um, if our atmosphere is inside the firmament. First off, how do meteorites hit the Earth? And right. hundreds and hundreds of them impact Earth every day. You know, small, tiny ones every now and then, larger ones. Right. Wasn't you know? there um, about three or four years ago that hit Russia? Yeah. So, so the thing is, what, does God suddenly open the firmament to let this meteor come in and... <laughs> <laughs> well, I let that one in. Maybe we'll keep the next one out. Population let it, let, control. Yeah, let it hit the firmament. See if it cracks it. I don't know. So, uh, you know, this is fucking ridiculous. And uh, so, you know, meteorites, asteroids, um, satellites. Once their once their uh, orbit cycle erodes, and then they eventually yeah, fall to the ocean. Yeah, came down back to yeah, Earth. Sure. <clears throat> and when I was uh, 16 and belonged to the Wilderness Center Astronomy Club, we had a project where we built our own telescope out of, uh, for the body of the telescope using PVC piping and whatnot, a photocopier lens for the front lens, and then we actually had to buy the uh, the rear lens, the, the uh, optical lens for your eye. We had to buy actual telescope lens for that. But uh, it's probably put, like we, the most expensive part of it too. Huh? Right. Yeah. So so we built our own telescopes, and they were they were powerful enough to see the rings of Saturn. Not not with much detail, but you could literally see the rings of Saturn with it. That's cool. So uh, so we were sitting there the one night, and you know stargazing, looking at planets and everything, and there was this kind of strange twinkling thing streaking across the sky and then we watched it burst into like flames with sparks and a big tail coming after it and we couldn't really figure out what it was and the uh the guy that that was the uh the head of our astronomy group he said my gosh that's a satellite so we watched this satellite re-enter earth's atmosphere and start burning up Wow, that's and, crazy. and uh, the next the next day, on the news, they actually said something about the satellite, you know, coming back into Earth's atmosphere, and they gave the name of the satellite, which was kind of like a bunch of letters and numbers together. Uh, I think they that, that's normally how they name stars. Too. Yeah, right. So, uh, so the satellite comes back into the atmosphere and winds up going into the ocean. So it didn't really impact land or anything, mm -hmm. you know, and, and not that a satellite would do that much damage, even if it did impact land. No, it would probably do more damage to itself than it would. Yeah, right. Anything. Mo it mostly it probably burned up before it actually impacted oh, anything. Right. But, uh, so, did God open the firmament to let the satellite back in? 
Well, no, because everything's in that atmosphere, remember? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, satellites flying around in the atmosphere. Right, yeah. Satellites, by, judging by their their weight, their you know, their mass or whatever, they put them out there in an orbit that slowly decays. As they're going around the Earth, slowly they start coming closer, closer to Earth. So they last out there for so many years before they re-enter and burn up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, we know that they start out out in space to keep that orbit for a long enough time to go around the Earth for so many years before their their orbit decays. Well, that right there proves there's no firmament. Right. You know, I mean, come on, there's GPS satellites, there are, there are uh, you know... Uh, cellular network satellites out there, right. Verizon, you yeah. know, they have satellites out there. There's all kinds of research satellites out I wonder, there. I wonder if you can be like, hey, God, can you hear me now? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, God, do you have Verizon? <laughs> He's like, no, I got T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got T-Mobile, you suck. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know, I get no service. Yeah. No wonder you never answer when I call you. I'm outside the firmament, dude. Yeah. I get no service over here. Yeah. <laughs> My internet connection sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then people believe that we've never been to space or whatever because of the firmament. And uh, yeah. so what, we shoot all these rockets up there and they smack into the firmament and just explode or fall back to Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, a lot of people would be getting cracked in the heads by satellites if they... Uh, if that happened, you know, the satellite goes up there in this rocket and they go to release it and it smacks the firmament, comes down and hits grandma's house and turns it into a 30-foot crater in the ground. <laughs> no, you guys are nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just all ridiculous. Um, here, here's something. Okay. If, okay, first off, the earth is flat, okay? Mm-hmm. And we have a firmament. Yeah. Well, if airplanes going straight, yeah. Um, wouldn't it smack into the side of the firmament? Well, according to the Bible, the firmament has no sides. Oh, so it's round, and we live on a... No, it doesn't have sides at all, and it's it's not it's not round. I mean, well, it's round, it's not spherical shaped. It's like having a big glass disc floating over top of the flat round earth so so the earth is nothing but a big pizza okay with a big round glass tabletop above it to keep us from going through it to space don't you think we'd be smarter not to just go straight but like to go up and around it (laughs) right yeah so why can't you go around it um you know because because they have these levels there's like sheol and there's the earth and then there's our atmosphere, and then there's the firmament, and then there are the heavens, you know, heavenly bodies and heavens up here that we cannot get to, and that's God's realm or whatever the fuck it is. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's just ridiculous. It's like we got these layers, like layers of a pie or a cake. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are these flat earthers trying to tell me that for some reason... They just went in a big circle. <laughs> yeah, they just they, what they did is they start at the North Pole and they keep going down, down, down until they hit the South Pole, and then they realize what then you can't cross the South Pole and get in the other ocean. Well, that doesn't make sense. 
So what did they do? They sailed the whole way around the outside ring of the table? That would be ridiculous. That would mean that, and if that whole outside ring is the South Pole, that would mean the South Pole would take so long to travel around, it would take longer than if you just plain out went around the Earth. Right. It, that's, that's ridiculous. It's not just that. If the North Pole is in the center and the South Pole is all the way around, then there is no East or West. Oh, sure there is. Because if this is the North Pole and this is the South Pole the whole way around, yeah, and you can go north to south, well, you can always take off and go west or east, too. Yeah, but wouldn't that also be, like, going south either way? Because south is all the way around. Well, south is all the way around in a ring. Right. And then there's ocean. So only that ring would be considered south. And, uh... Because that way, according to them, no matter which way you go around the outer ring, you're just going south. Either direction is south, counterclockwise or clockwise, which makes no sense. No, that's really freaking confusing. <clears throat> yeah. And so what? when you get to the South Pole, and you go to the very edge of this flat earth, what happens? What, you climb up a mountain, and then what's after that? You just drop off? Well... I've never heard them talk about anybody dropping off the earth. And right. furthermore, what is under the earth? Um, I think that's what they call Sheol, which is like blackness. Just, I don't know what, nothingness, blackness, this Sheol. Well, how do we know then that boats, they'll go south, they'll go across the, the South Pole or around it and come back up the other side of earth? So if it were flat, that would mean you would go south, you would hit the South Pole, and then you would just travel in a big ring around the whole outer edge of this round, flat Earth. And that would take forever. That would be like... That would be like sailing the whole way around the equator. You know what I mean? Um, you would just keep going in a circle. That's kind of dumb. How do you know when to go back north? <laughs> right. So, uh, so none of that makes any sense. I don't think that your compass would even work correctly. No. If you all fucked up, you're like, why do I just keep going in one way and every time I turn, it's not going the right way. Yeah. <laughs> and then there, there, by the way, are the flat earthers who think the earth is flat, but it's not round like a table. It is square. And you can go to the four corners of earth. And, uh, and how does that work? If you go east, you go to the east corner, and then it just stops. There's yeah. north, south, east, and west. Like, and I mean, each. is it like you back up into a corner, like an act, like like walls? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, so with the four corners of Earth, are each of the corners north, south, east, and west, or each of the sides north, south, east, and west? How does that work? And um, I just can't, you know. First off, a square, in general, is not natural. You might see it forming crystals and whatnot, but an actual square doesn't really happen in nature. Hmm. Um, sometimes close with rocks or something that you know that are in layers, but uh, it really doesn't happen. Or to make a perfect you know square with with four equal sides, I mean hu humans do that. Nature not so much. Right. But, uh, you know, so they believe in this square, flat, you know, like a game board. 
Like Earth is a game board. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, yeah, and, and we're all the pawns on it, I suppose. So um, we know that Earth has no corners. I mean, we know this. Right. We have mapped out the whole planet. We have had people go to both poles and everywhere in between. So the whole planet is mapped out, plus we can see it from satellite mapping, you know. So there's no corners. Um, the real rudimentary uh, fundamentalist Christians then would believe that you can go to the four corners of Earth. Uh, yeah, maybe the four corners of the land and area you considered was all of Earth, their whole world back right. in them days. Yeah, probably like a whole mile radius. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, this is all there is, you know, oh, yeah? Keep and, walking. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, and then the Vikings find North America. Well, geez, that proved you wrong with your whole, this is our whole entire tiny little world. Right. Um, none of it to me makes sense. Like, everything that they use to, uh, to try to prove that their flat earth theory is almost ridiculous. I mean, to the point where sometimes it makes me want to blow up laughing, like, your brain really believes that? Yeah. You don't question that? Oh, well, it's in the good book. It's good not, book? That's not. a horrible book. <laughs> it's not a good book. You know, it's, it, it gives you, it gives you, um, falsities instead mm -hmm. of truth. It, it gives, gives you more questions. Right, yeah. Than, than you know. Anything else? Yeah, well, it gives, you know, it gives you a, a nice little fairy tale story to explain something to you as if you were a kindergartner. Right. And, uh, and none of it has any scientific relevance. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, like the idea, if you ever stood looking out over the ocean, especially from being up on, say, a cliff, in front of a shoreline, you know, like, mm -hmm. like in the uh, eastern United States. So if you stand up on one of these overlooks, these cliffs, um, and look out across the ocean and watch a big boat, like an ocean liner even, start moving away from you, eventually it looks like it's sinking because it's rolling off over the curve, you know, from which your eyes can see. So it literally looks like the ship is just sinking, but it's not. It's going over that curvature. Right. I've seen. I well, I've seen some a flat earther video and online, and he he actually thinks, oh well, when you see that, and it's filmed like that. Well, no, they're just taking the camera and they're just bringing it down like this. They're just holding on to it. Well, the problem with that is, if you bring the camera down. The field of view for the camera, the top of that field of view will start coming down and getting closer to the ship, which would mean the ship is rising. When you hold it still, the sea level doesn't change. It stays at the same center of the picture, right. and the boat disappears as if it's sinking or going over the curvature. I mean, does, do they think that you know every boat that you see disappear that way, that's sinking? Like, every single boat is sinking. <laughs> right. Because that's what it looks like. Like, if you look through binoculars or whatever, right, you, right. you know, mm -hmm. you can kind of watch it go lower and lower and lower until it just becomes one with the surface of the water because it's gone yeah. over mm -hmm. the curvature. Right. 
that, that you can see at that point. And um, so if they think somebody's moving the camera to make that work, that doesn't make any sense because the sea level will move up or down with it. Right, right. But when you're looking at that video and the sea level stays the same, yeah. yet you see the ship disappearing over, that's proof right there that the Earth, Earth is curved. Yeah, you know, and not every single curvature. boat that you watch go that way is going to sink. <laughs> well, yeah, if they don't go far enough, they might turn around and come back. <laughs> but if they keep going in that direction, eventually right. they look like they're sinking. But, yeah, they're not going to sink. Obviously, they're not sinking. And then the boat comes back later. What's the yeah. Christian going to tell you then? Oh, well, it sank into the water. Oh, but now it's back, and it's perfectly dry, and everybody's still alive. Well, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Yep, you got that one right there, sir. <laughs> it must be the magic of God. Yeah. Or Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, they don't like science because science takes everything that they've taught people for hundreds of generations. And disproves. And changes it and turns it right on its freaking head. And they just don't want to or refuse to believe that all these discoveries we've found and new things and new sciences and new evidence and new knowledge, all of these things don't click with the stories they've been told. And they refuse to believe that, oh no, we've been lied to. Or even if it's not lied, oh no, we've been led the wrong way. Right, and I think, you know, if, if they start to find out the truth, like, I think they're scared to find out the truth. Yeah. Um, it would turn into, you know, the whole Jim Jones thing. Oh, jo uh, Jonestown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I would, I would like to think that there are some out there that would be able to accept fact and knowledge, logic and reason over over death or suicide because of believing in a book that was... And, and I don't even know that that book was trying to lie because the people that wrote it way back then didn't know any better. They didn't well, have any... They don't have the tech, they didn't have technology like look what we have now comparison to what... They didn't have nothing. Right, yeah. Yeah, they had no... They had no facts. They had no completed scientific research. They had, uh, they had none of that knowledge. And uh, now we're in such an age of information, it's starting to fall apart. Right. And they don't like that it's starting to fall apart, and it makes mm -hmm. them angry. Um, sorry, but you can believe what you want, and you can keep believing those things that you read in that book or that your preacher told you. But when it comes down to it in the long run, and we as, as the human race have to change and go for that knowledge and go for everything we can learn to oh, help yeah. better our lives and save this planet and, you know, all kinds of things. And live comfortably and you know, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah. Now, so, so they're afraid that if their religion falls apart, then that means science wins and proves the Bible is not true. Well, it was good, I suppose, for what it was used for back 2,000 years ago, but not right. so much now. And, you know, I would hope that they don't all go committing suicide over that. Oh, guess what? There is no God or, there, you know, the, this was all some kind of fairy tale. Well, there's no reason to kill yourself over it. That's just a reason to say, okay, I'm starting over. 
I'm going to go learn things. I'm going to read some books. Right. <clears throat> but a lot of them will just get angry enough to where they'll either kill or kill themselves or... Well, we have already seen that they will kill. Yeah, that's right. We have seen that they will kill, and we've also seen that they will kill themselves. You know, the whole deal with the Jonestown thing and the whole deal with uh, that one religious group that was saying when, you know, it was in the year 2000 or whatever, that they... Uh, they all also drank the Kool-Aid or whatever they did, but they killed themselves when some freaking comet was supposed to go by and all this other crap. And they were like, oh, it's the end of the world, it's the end of the world, it's the end of the world, and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then it never happened. And then they also had all committed suicide. <laughs> well, doesn't so. that tend to happen a lot <clears throat> as far as them always saying that, you know, it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. I think we have one every two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 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 the rapture, it's Armageddon, it's uh it's revelations, it's happening now and then two decades later I'm sitting here going, um, if it's been happening now for twenty years, this rapture's taken an awful <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah. And so let's just walk to the end of the flat earth and jump off. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to be a suicide bomber anymore, man. You no. You be a suicide flat earth jumper. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to jump off of the earth. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, a long time ago when, okay, you know, earth has, from rotting animals and vegetation, has always mm -hmm. made its own oil, you know, and of course we drill for it and pump it out of the ground. Well, a lot of times there were areas, and still probably is here and there, where uh, enough oil will be created where it kind of bubbles up and creates like quote-unquote tar pits or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it used to be that the religious back then, Christians and whatnot, when they would see these places that were pits of oil or tar pits, they would think that that was the Sheol from under the earth coming up or that the earth got real thin there and you could reach into the Sheol. Oh, my God. So basically the Sheol, as they called it, the blackness, to them they thought that was real because they would see pools of oil. Or pools of, you know, tar, like the La Brea tar pits. Yeah, I have to go and, get a, a shield change on my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, so for a long time, they thought that what they were looking at was shield. Of course, this is like over a thousand years ago or thousands right. of years ago. Oh, look, shield. No, no, that's oil, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is rotting animals and vegetation turning into muck. That is what we call oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We put it in our cars. <laughs> yeah, someday when when uh when we have horseless carriages or or um what do they call them uh um jeez, I can't even remember chariots. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so someday when we have chariots that go by themselves, know this that we that we put Sheol in our chariot. <laughs> yeah. We take a Sheol on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so, uh, they, uh, they'll find, you know, they try to find anything to prove their book right. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, it's Sheol. No, that's oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say it with me, not Sheol, oil. <laughs> <laughs> right. It yeah. does, doesn't come from underneath the earth, it comes from in the earth. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. 
But of course, they believed that they were standing on a flat plane, and that underneath like, that was like, a, like the size of a fucking cracker. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it got a hole in it there. The, the, the shield's leaking in. <laughs> Get that shield out of here! <laughs> you know, yeah. hey God, open up the firmament, wash this shield away. <laughs> yeah, man, that's funny stuff. Yeah, I will now equate Sheol with shit. <laughs> Get that Sheol out of here, man. I don't want any of that. Well, if that's the case, then, then okay, if the Earth is flat, yeah. well, then how thick is the Earth? Right. That's what I want to know. It doesn't really say. It doesn't really say how thick any of the layers, Sheol, Earth, our atmosphere, the firmament, it doesn't say how really how thick any of them that, are. That makes me wonder... Um, you like just supposed subways to imagine. and and our 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 water systems and how they work and our sewage systems and how they work and how far everything goes down. Yeah. Uh, um. Well, I can tell you this now. We have core sampled into the earth so freaking deep, and if we haven't hit Sheol yet. Well, the Sheol's going to hit the fan. <laughs> because, um, yeah. I'm telling you, we haven't found Sheol yet. Right. And, uh, you know, as high as people have gone in airplanes and, you know, people going to space, we, we surely haven't hit a solid firmament yet. No. And uh, we haven't smacked into our moon, which is supposed to be inside the firmament. It literally says in the Bible, he placed the moon and the sun and the stars in the firmament. Yeah, and we haven't died of radiation yet. That's true. You're, you're getting cooked by a, a big nuclear reactor that's turning <laughs> hydrogen into helium. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a good point there. Okay, everybody, that's all we have for this episode. And uh, thank you for watching. Remember to always think for yourself and make your own decisions and choices. And that's it for Reason is Reality for today. I'm Jay. I'm Steve, and we hope to see you next time. Yeah, also, um, we have a new website, reasonisreality.com, and we have a brand new store with all kinds of awesome merch, so make sure you check that out. And so You can also support us on Patreon now, at Reason is Reality, and um, we'll catch you next time. Right on.